trial by fire. Putting oneself to the test. This is a spontaneous thing that came up actually with in just now in a conversation with Nick Argall, who will be featured here on Mindwave as the last conversation that came out on Resurgent Us. Started to talk to Nick quite a bit um, and really, really want to do something there. Really want to do something special in Australia. Um, And so, within this framework of moving Mindwave to a network model as opposed to a show model, um, I invited him back and I said, come on the show, um, but you interview me. Um, Let me submit myself for interrogation here. We can can do the whole thing. Nothing is off limits. Um, Grab the overhead lamp and shine it in my face and say, where did you come from? Uh, Who sent you? And I think that's good. I think that in inviting other people to collaborate with me, they should kind of. It shouldn't be entirely up to me as to like convince you, yes, come with me. Like, I I need to be willing to be put to the test. Sit me down, sit me down sober. Um, and interrogate me to make sure that I am the person with whom you want to work. Get to know the real me. Um, So this episode is not really the first episode of Trial by Fire. It's really episode zero of that. It's episode something of Resurgent Us 4 or 5 or 6. I'm losing (laughs) count. This is the point, though. This is what I'm saying, is that, like, that is where my strength is? Ask me a fucking question. Um, I'm not good as a host. I ramble. I go on forever. I do the Portuguese goodbye thing, where it takes me half an hour to say goodbye to you because I'm so in love with you. No, I need to be, like, just a guest. Uh, And I need to be openly willing um, to be scrutinized and challenged and (laughs) bring on the fucking inquisition uh, if need be. I'm an open book. I've always been. So um, this is a slight hype for the next episode. Um, that I think is going to go out on the main show. It's Nick Argall from the last episode coming on to Mindwave to host it to interview me and really get just dig in there. Um, This episode is my first appearance on Resurgent Us hosted by Jesse Rogers. Let's see what we got.
Hello, this is Jesse Rogers from Resurgent Us bringing you the humanity first to the Mindwave universe. I am here for a very special episode because we are interviewing none other than Jenner Zeno. Hello. Life. Life. It's wonderful when life happens. So, yeah, this is going to be a, a chance for us all to get to know Jenner a little bit better. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. This is something we've been planning for a while. And uh, it's one of those things you just kind of got to spur the moment, pull it together and go. So Indeed, let's do it. And I'm, I'm glad that we're getting it uh, on a good mic because you finally have a mic and you're coming through in like studio goodness. So... This needed to happen, like, for real. I, yeah, I was kind of waiting until I had the equipment for it to mm. do proper justice before I, I moved forward. So, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be fun. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, we've had, we've had a number of conversations already. But, uh, you know, this time, I think, is, is going to be uh, an occasion for us to dig a little bit deeper and, and get to know the real Jenner that the audiences have, well, I mean, you're, you're so open and transparent and everything, but you know, I think there's, I think there's a lot of origins and I think there's a lot of, um, vision that, that, uh, people would love to be filled in on and, and see where, where you've been and where you want to go and, and how you see yourself. So, um, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just going to, uh, uh, turn it over to you with the question of, um, where do you see studio stargazer, uh, uh, right now, and where do you see it going? Oh man, I'm like, do you want the five year plan, the ten year plan? Uh, wh where it is now is kind of like still in a garage in the sense that, like, one day it'll be like fucking Amazon, whatever. Right now, it's just a little corner of my garage, but it's like actually like stuff starting to come together. The Mindwave model is expanding into its full self to where like that was never supposed to be the Jenner show. So I'm making my own Jenner show called war of one. Um, that's just mine. That's just me. I'm going to go over here. It's a part of this mind wave thing, but uh, I feel like that's an important step to take from the mind wave end. Cause really the studio was just here for me to put like albums out for music. It started with music. Um, I just needed some kind of label to do that under that was like independently me um not like whatever that's the whole thing i'm not i wasn't i knew i was never gonna get signed by anything and like pursuing a music career these days is why would you do that it seems like a extraordinary like spiritual self-flagellation trying to be a musician these days so but i i'm i'm actually side note tangent that that is what I'm going to use Studio Stargazer to do is to like do all the sound magic and the podcasting and the music in particular, but really actually pursue um, music. I would love to be the guy to be writing soundtracks for video games or be voice acting for background characters, you know, and stuff, producing audiobooks, short. Um, listening experiences like we've just gotten a tiny taste of what this could be with some of the work we started doing with Fred but just really making profoundly unique and moving content and and 
right now I'm just slapping whatever I can together with like bubble gum and scotch tape. But it's it they're coming out to be uh some of the best pieces ever, like the voices pieces, for example, that went up on YouTube. That's like that's just stock footage and a phone number. <laughs> you know. It's it's really the voices that make that such a special project. So um I'm I'm following this wherever it leads. Uh and I want it to be everything and do everything to eventually like producing our own video game, for example. As a as yeah. a studio, like the studio does multiple things. Um launch i have like some solid ideas for shows like netflix level <laughs> we could have a sci-fi series type shows um lots of that i'm I'm excited to get into fiction within the next couple of years and start producing fiction uh it's gonna kick off with a fictional podcast series from 100 years in the future that's all wow. you get to know <laughs> that's all you get to know um but yeah this we're gonna work with some kind of like time dilation thing where somehow we have a window into the future where oh god i want to give so much of this away <laughs> i want to give so much of this away because it's such a rad narrative um but i guess we'll just loosely frame it around like the way we do social media now and boxes and links and articles and text and things that that no longer really works so essentially everybody is a podcaster in the future and they just put out their voices to the cosmos and whatever resonate there's it's a mind wave thing uh but yeah it's <laughs> super cool so we're gonna go everywhere man and i'm like i just like i need to be the thing i need to build the thing to make that stuff possible yeah. um and i'm just like i'm, I'm putting everything <laughs> literally everything i have uh into it as quickly as possible uh because it's like it's critical mass time <laughs> it really is we're gonna start getting you know, we don't even have a fucking website yet, you know, but eventually that would be like, go to our website. You can, you can get, you know, like consultations, uh, with three minute, 20 minutes of consultation for like, Hey, do you want us to do a podcast texture for you to help you? Like, do you want to like link into the network and like, uh, this thing produce video series for you have uncle Fred read literally anything for you. <laughs> um, so do voice acting projects and like make this into a business because like clearly there's value here i don't think there was ever a question uh of there being any value in in what we're all creating together it's just like i, I need to like insist that there's value and make a business that can function in the 21st century that empowers all the stuff that i want to do because i have a bajillion cool ideas i mean i feel like a lot of us just have a, a billion cool ideas mm -hmm. that we would never be able to pull off i'm making the place that is going to be able to pull it off yeah. for everybody like that's that's the vision <laughs> yeah and i and i think it i think it connects really well with research and us where it's it's kind of a um incubator for people who want to be creative and and it it kind of jump starts that uh, that process, because when I think, you know, from my own experience, you know, you don't know where to start exactly when you, uh, uh, when you're first beginning this stuff, because it all seems so overwhelming. And so mm -hmm. to have somebody just take you by the hand and say, you need to do this thing. And, and the voice that only Jenner can, can do the certainty of you should be podcasting and creating, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, there, there's a power in that. So, 
Yeah, uh, people people get oh, like uh, <laughs> I realize as because I'm, I'm super intimidating. I'm the guy that has a couple drinks. It's like I love you, man. <laughs> you know? um, but it really is like that. That's what mind move is always like intended to be. Um, was that cosmic sandbox? Come in here and make anything, do anything, host anything, bring anything on, bring a friend. It's a party. Uh, you know, it's taken a while for like, and then I didn't even anticipate like that becoming, you know, the launch pad, which is, you know, where Resurgent Us is going off in Hard Truth and Spaceship Earth, which is another one we need to, I need to get Phil back and we need to do another Spaceship Earth because, oh man. Um, so yeah, there's, those are the launch pad shows and then there are other shows that are being linked in, um, kind of like on the side we got our daily archetype over here we got our moving forward now um fred's front porch is obviously like central core mm -hmm. i think to the um i don't know it's becoming a weird it needs to be represented in a mind map i think yeah it's yeah like we, all we the connections draw out. drawn out we got to draw it out somehow and put, have that be on the website and you know like float over and just see the connections from here to there because uh, it's actually really magical <laughs> super so cool so I, I, yeah, absolutely. And I, I wanted to start this off from a, uh, from a place of success because you've built this, this really impressive structure and made some really, um, uh, valuable connections along the way. But I know firsthand that it was not always this easy. And I think listeners underestimate possibly how, difficult this has been on you because you do it so naturally and and the creative process that's um, an illusion i'm actually yeah. like, that is a total illusion that's magic yeah it, <laughs> it, it, that's a spark it it's all sparkle i promise <laughs> it is but but it but it uh and that's what it feels like from the first person right as the creator it's like you always sort of feel like you're barely keeping your head above water when you're, when you're trying to put stuff together. Right. And, mm -hmm. and yet, and yet it just flows out, you know? It, and so, um, so I, what I want to do now that we've talked about that end point of, of where stargazer has gotten to mm. let's dig back a little bit and talk about that journey there. And I, I know there's some fans that have been with you from the beginning and they've, uh, you know, they've seen it and they've heard it from the start, but mm. a lot of new, new listeners that are just coming in, haven't, uh, uh, seen it the whole way through, and they may not be able to go back through the archives and listen to all the episodes. So let's take them through that journey together and walk us through the Epic. Oh boy. Um, it started with, because the first two music albums that I made, just I threw them together as as Christmas gifts or non-denominational holiday <laughs> gifts, uh, universally for family and friends and things. So here's here's a the first one was kind of like ice and snow with bells, and it was very like Christmassy sounding and magical, but just like my stuff. Not I wasn't covering anything. Uh, but I did end that with a really rad Johnny Cash cover that I would be terrified that and for anybody to ever hear that, uh, just for legal reasons. It's phenomenal. Right. Um, and then the one that came after that was Saturnalia, which is, you know, digging back to the ancient Roman festival and using that as kind of like a, 
where where would I go if I was making music for that, like a modern version of uh, the celebration of Saturn LA, which I actually really like that one as well. And that one ends in a Sarah McLaughlin cover that almost nobody can ever hear. <laughs> uh, so those two went archived. Those those are in the cave. Um, I There's a handful of people who have ever heard those albums. But when I was like, okay, well, let me make an actual album this year. <laughs> let me try this for real and, like, let me put it under my own label. Um, and that was Polaris. I, you know, as as a seasonal thing, just from a basic axial tilt of the earth, whatever, um, astronomically significant, the uh, winter solstice. So I took, I took that as... You know, the inspiration for that and it being, you know, just centered entirely around the night sky conceptually for the music that I wanted to create. Um, because this is the thing. This is the thing. I don't actually like music. Uh, I make the stuff that I want to listen to. So I'm, I wanted stuff that I could play while I was looking up at the night sky, you know. Uh, so it started as... Headphone Stargazer is like a weird experimental electronica thing that was very dingy. And and those first couple were like garage band projects. Okay. They're a little cheesy. They don't they don't meet the studio fucking quality. So Polaris was my first attempt at like making that. And I'm like, okay, well, the studio Stargazer. Um and flipping it because it's not Stargazer Studios or whatever. It's the studio stargazer the being the one to want to look up at the night sky and and reach for it you know just on on a literally on a like deep ancestral human we just stood upright (laughs) from the tall grass and saw the stars like that like millions of years (laughs) like that level that's why it's studio stargazer um because there are people who still look at the stars um and want to celebrate that and so i've always just made music primarily for myself um but then you know throughout this process there are people who are like whoa uh and i'm like yeah and then i haven't done one in in a long time uh obviously i did two after polaris i did origin um which is went back to the ice and snow thing um and then incendium which is the <laughs> the thing that Fred's using profusely and beautifully, uh, and that I've been using in War of One, this like weird, dark, fiery mythology shit. So that's really what I should be doing. I have too much fun here, and it's I'm one of those creators. I I hit you know like creative blocks. I have explosions of creative energy sometimes at like two or three in the morning usually. Uh, and I'll just put out music real quick, but I haven't I haven't been doing music in a long time. But that's really where this came from because I never wanted to be a personality. I never wanted to be popular by any stretch of the imagination. I want to be the guy behind the curtain. Uh, I'll be over here playing the piano, but like put the spotlight on whoever's singing. I'm just I'm just over here, ding 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 ding. Like uh, <laughs> you know, I want to be the guy that like invented the the Wilhelm scream level shit. You know, of the 2100s, it's like, oh, that's that's where that came from. <laughs> uh, nobody knows my name because I just make all this magic happen from behind the curtain. That's where I want to be because uh, I'm not a, I'm not a personality. Um, I'm growing to enjoy mine more, <laughs> though, through this process. Let's say that because I've always been like super introverted and like way nerdy. And I don't, <laughs> you know, uh, 
Yeah, uh, and, and it's so interesting because that does not come through in in the uh, online personality in the in the video format. I mean, you this is. I, I remember when you were when we were talking about like uh, uh, you know trying to uh, you know get people in, interested in Yang and going out there in real life and like holding up signs and talking to people and you're like I'm just so awkward I can't do that kind of stuff I, I don't remember. oh we could never do that <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I don't remember which uh, episode but it was but I, I remember that was uh, you know that was kind of a theme for you is is that extreme level of intro introversion and uh, uh, nervousness in real life. And, and it's, it's just so interesting to have such a contrast between mm -hmm. that and, and where you are in this medium, especially because there's, I mean, this has the potential for million, not to make you nervous, but <laughs> millions of people could be watching this someday. No, and, no, no, I, I expect yeah. it to, this yeah. is, this is like the time capsule on the, the, the like weird uh, scrappy, crew that saved humanity you know, <laughs> <Right>. like fucking <laughs> like year 2200 they're gonna be digging up uh no it's like we're writing history right now <laughs> and that's the the power of this medium and it's largely being run by dum-dums and people, <laughs> right. you know right. so i'm like well we could do something way cooler there all us weird dumb smart nerds uh like i you know but this is it took like finding my own voice and kind of growing to be okay with it um yeah as as like a huge part of this because i again this was always for me the keys were always just for me i was making the music i want to listen to because i didn't want to listen to other shit it drives it's like the which is weird because i'm also good at making earworms but like the christmas music you're welcome uh that'll be in there for fucking like three days now this is why i hate music um <laughs> uh and the popular stuff is especially garbage it's like uh 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 oh or uh the my my the fucking worst well the river with the mountain dew country this is every single song on the radio for like 75 percent of america and this is all they have to listen to and i'm like oh my god uh, <laughs> Which is what, which is why I'm like, oh, I could do something rad there in music and sound. That's where I want to play. This is my playground. That's a fucking didgeridoo, mate. Nice. <laughs> That's what. This is what I want to do. I want to play with sound and and music and uh, life. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, and and one gets the sense, uh, you know, just you sort of radiate that you are doing your passion. Like this is absolutely what you want to do with life and and you're you're really living it and uh it, it's it's a it's a cool thing because so many of us are sort of stuck in these these really low level survival achieving but that's about it kind of positions in life and oh me too yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well but i mean you, you've been there for, for a long time into it we haven't really escaped orbit yet none of us are are mm. you know so financially self-sufficient at this point where we can just you know keep doing what we love and not worry about anything else but uh uh at least you can see it on the horizon now right i mean you you've built some skills where um it, it wouldn't occur to you to have to go back to doing the things that you used to do. Um, but 
so let's let's go back a little bit further into what makes Jenner Jenner. What would you say are some of the most uh, uh, defining experiences, or or you know, what is it that really um, put a mark on who you've become? Well, I guess I guess we'll start with my name. <laughs> I guess we'll start there because it is it does kind of feel cosmos given. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here, let me let me uh, which I hated it as a kid because it was bur- I was bullied badly as a kid. I got made fun of for having a weird name. Um I didn't uh, know if it was a stage name at first. I, I kind of thought it was, and then you know mm-hmm. when I when when I heard the episode of with uh, Greg Zeno, it's like no, that's his dad. That's really we're, that's we're, who he is, man. We're we're, we're the Zenos. Um, yeah. So Zeno by itself, aside from being you know being derived from the Latin alien, otherworldly, outsider, different person, which is like. <laughs> that's not only super me that's like my whole the whole Zeno family we're all kind of just like like mm-hmm. uh but there's uh it's strong likelihood that that is actually the same bloodline of the ancient roman emperor Zeno like wielding its way through uh wow. history which is we call it uh it, east roman it was the east roman empire we call that the byzantine uh, empire but this was during uh while well, rome was still <clears throat> uh you're a teacher you get it uh uh <laughs> so zeno was a, i've always loved you know everybody loves zeno uh, i still get recognized because my grandpa was a was a teacher um like all the time and they're like you aren't related to ernie zeno i'm like yeah he's my grandpa and they're like oh no shit he was so it's a it's a legacy uh for sure but my first name jenner um which everybody's <laughs> thanks Caitlin for ruining my name forever (laughs) Uh, because I did get that a little bit growing up I was just like oh like the 80s triathlete uh no 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 it's it's actually I'm named for the uh the evil rat in the secret of Nim really (laughs) yes that is a fun Uh, fact very few people probably knew mm. It gets crazier. <laughs> uh, the The secret of Nim was what was this eighties whatever animated film. Um, beautiful, beautiful, and you'd you'd recognize it if you'd seen it because it's one of, it's one of those uh, one of those movies. So no, that's actually who I'm who I'm named after is the the bad guy in that story, the evil rat. He had a big twisty wow. sword. I'm eventually I'm going to be the kind of cool. I'm, I'm going to have like a full replica like hanging on the wall of his sword because it's super like. <laughs> It was wavy. Whoa, oh, shit. It was mind wavy. It yeah. was. Cosmic connections. That's, that's the one thing I remember about this character other than he was super fucking evil and had a rad sword. Um, <laughs> but the name itself, Jenner, is, is actually an ancient occupation. This was like a blacksmith or a baker or a candlestick maker. The uh, Jenner is, goes back to the um, the ancient weapon builders the artillery builders Mm. it's the root of the word engineer 
<laughs> that that's it's so in English still engineer. So I'm like a alien weapon war weapon builder from the stars is like literally if you if you were an alien you came to this planet and you tried to understand what oh I am called this. <laughs> that is amazing. There would be like oh my god you're an evil outside crazy alien fucking weapon builder. I'm like yeah that <laughs> which is what you fits. do yes yeah that's it's actually it it kind of really fits but um no i've always been uh very much of an outsider i i kind of forced myself to be social through i think it was really high school was the only time in my life that i was truly social and had friend groups i didn't have like one core one i like to float around to all the different ones i liked you know i had like my little raver kid friends and my little goth friends um, we didn't have a football team, so there wasn't really like jock friends. Uh, but I guess like the hacky sack bros, that would be like the, the or, and then my like guitar playing, like, uh, you know, uh, church on the beach, those bros. I, I just loved floating around and just almost kind of observing them <laughs> and, uh, participating for the, uh, thank you for allowing me to learn more about this human custom, <laughs> you know, so I have the, uh, what are the what do they call that Martian syndrome, uh, other other world syndrome, other planet syndrome? Because I do feel like that a lot. I felt like that my whole life, really. Um, and it's only later, like many things, it's only later that you realize that's such a superpower. Oh yeah, no, I was I was like I think thirty to thirty three when I'm like. I totally have Asperger's like it's just like clicked and I was like oh that all makes sense now or I whatever these whatever they call that whatever people call Asperger's I'm like oh it's totally that um that's what society would call it it call it whatever the fuck you want I'm just like oh okay so I can actually see in different c colors than you motherfuckers that's real okay <laughs> uh so uh, embracing that part of myself and just understanding my own mind better uh, is has been, I think, the thing um, that made this possible. It was listening to podcasts like Sam Harris's and, and becoming acquainted with my own mind through the practice of mindfulness and things and listening to my own mind and listening to my own voice and observing my own life. Um, that's what made the rest of this shit possible i suppose of thinking like well i could have a podcast i, I never in a million years that i'd be like oh no i could have like mm, no i'm not gonna give you guys a 10-year plan it's rad though <laughs> i will tell you that to get into studio stargazer the actual place that will be probably a uh a reclaimed military bunker in the middle of the desert to enter this facility you will have to do it by roller coaster <laughs> that sounds adventurous uh, gotta make it fun. This is like, oh God, I'm in love with life. That's so much as like this now, this is, this is why I'm so enthusiastic because I'm just like, fuck yeah. Just like candy and rainbows and fucking sparkles <laughs> and shit, man. This is what, this is holding on to that feeling, the joy machine, which is the answer to the outrage machine. You know, it's kind of, well, I'll take my name off the screen. That doesn't need to be there. Uh, we don't know. It's. I didn't notice that. We don't have any uh, any any comments yet. We have a couple of viewers in here. Viewers, if you like to shout out. Um, I didn't even think to look up at that corner of the screen. But uh, I mean, I guess I guess that's kind of who I am. I was like always just like a little weirdo, colorful character, 
Um, but I enjoyed playing with color and just playing with life because it's like, why, why the hell not? Um, but that's always just been primarily a, a private, you know, in the making music for my own self kind of way. Um, so sharing it really finding the power of, and just putting it out there and saying, Oh, surely this is worth something. But I, I suppose we should, um, before, before we get into, uh, <laughs> huh. the cliff dive. Cause that, that was a, a necessary part of this, um, that everybody should be aware of. Um, but the thing, the thing that, uh, I wanted to touch on is the measure of success. What what are we actually calling success? Because as as far as I'm concer- concerned, Studio Stargazer is wildly successful. Um, it has never made any money. It has always cost me significantly more money to m- make this than ha- I ever have any hope of coming back. So it's like not. It doesn't even make enough to like be a real business yet. So that's part of the big goal of like the next year is like this should actually have a business license and be like a can we do this for real um but that's why i'm like that's why i don't measure success in dollars right um because i do see what this is going to be um i vision is there um the passion and the fire is there and a lot of people which is like i could never do it by myself but like if i coming together because right, everything right. is us and you, this is like that's how we can make that happen um so i'm like i was all in a long time ago uh yeah, and i had yeah. bite because it took the cliff dive so uh, i don't know if there's anywhere you wanted to touch on Te- we, yeah i think we're there to, tell us about that cliff take us to the cliff <laughs> it was along these lines of Along these lines of the value of human work and the value of human time, how we spend our day, you know, and this was at the height of Yang's candidacy. Um, I was working a a job that was quite possibly one of the best jobs that I could get in this geographical area because it was government provided all the benefits, retirement, everything fully covered. But it was full time. It was backbreaking and demeaning and devoid of value. The the most value that I got out of working that job was having enough being able to wear headphones all day and fill my brain, install mm. everything on my brain that I needed to to be able to even get to a place where I could do something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was new software that had to be installed on my brain. Cause there's no, I could not, I could not have done it. Uh, so kind of on a fundamental level, I needed to break something about myself. Um, and it really was like, okay, well, what's my cost of living? I have pretty meager standards of living. I don't have a whole lot. I can pick up a couple hundred bucks here and there. Um, you know, on the weekends just for tips, um, not a big deal. I'm just going to quit. I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm not going to do this anymore. Because I was exhausted, and it's hard enough to find energy. Even now, now that it's full-time availability, even now, you know, get juggling everything Mm -hmm. and finding the creative energy to do stuff. Like, that's a struggle, but, like, when am I going to do that on top of a full-time job? It was impossible to do. And it was actually kind of killing me that I didn't have any time or energy to do this shit because it's the most, like... 
I cry for a living. How beautiful is that? You know, like putting together fucking voices videos and shit was like, I'm like, this is the best thing. This is way more valuable than anything I'm doing there. So I quit. I'm like, I, my back hurts. (laughs) It was nice. I got to go. You know, because it was nice. I did make some nice human connections there as well. But um, it was like with no, no safety net. Um, there was uh, a little bit in the retirement account, which I was advised against taking out because everybody's like, no, you're going to need that someday. And I'm like, I need it now. Um, I need it now because I need a new MacBook Pro because I need to be able to make this happen. Like, it's, there's no way otherwise. So that was the big first, like, Okay, uh, here we go. Um, uh, just cash it out all like here. Here's the starship, yeah. <laughs> and we've we've come v- incredibly far since that moment of like giving everything up and and hoping that it was going to come back, which obviously it absolutely did. Um, so it was that that first going like ah no, I just need to do it, and then uh, you know I keep using the phrase tits to the cosmic wind because I'm just little just like take me. <laughs> take me um and and i have to it's i'm like uh, it's like i said it, it is a cliff dive and i'm still i'm still flying <laughs> you know so um i don't know obviously then the coronavirus thing yeah did not help what because, timing what timing oh, oh great timing <laughs> oh and so andrew dropping out uh, yeah uh, yep. end of the end of the humanity first series wah, wah. and then oh yeah global pandemic oh and and that uh that gig shit you used to do on weekends to make enough enough money to live yeah that's not coming in anymore uh oh and you have to move <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, to a new house you can't pay anything for so uh yeah no it's uh uh is uh, a walk through the valley of the shadow of death that shall fear no evil uh, yeah i've been tested for, for sure uh, it was a, it was an enormous one so guys yeah. if it, it requires one if if you have a dream and a vision that you want to make real it requires one and you just have to jump because you will fly <laughs> this is what i'm saying it reminds me of uh, one of the lessons of Sun Tzu, where it was basically, he was saying that um, if you're on ground, oh, my wife, okay. I, my, my wife is uh, in need of my immediate attention it is, right now. It's, if I had elevator music queued up, I would play it. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Right back. Let's see. Let's see how skilled I am. Okay. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I need my elevator music. Oh, no, it's on the external. Bum, 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 uh, where is the elevator music? Uh, elevator, where? Did I find it? Okay, and I'm going to turn it this way for a little bit. Uh, I wasn't fast enough. I was going to look for ele- elevator music and try to drop it to the... Uh, desktop and play it on the iPad. No, no, that's quite all right. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. But I I was just thinking of uh, uh, what Sun Tzu was, one of his lessons was uh, basically that you you put yourself in a position where if you lose, you'll be crushed, like nobody will survive. 
and and that's the that's the dangerous ground, right? That's the or that's the deadly ground. So it's it, uh, it, it's basically where you're all in, and there is no retreat, right? It's the same idea as burning the ships. It, it's like there's just there is no going back. So it, uh, when you made that kind of a, a decision, that's that's basically what that was, and that's why I think you've been so successful because you didn't really give yourself any choice not to be. It was it was. It's sink or swim, so uh, that's how you do it. I mean, and yeah, this is this is what. <clears throat> okay, because I just had to do it just because I had to, but I didn't realize that this was a this would eventually develop into something that would be helpful for people. I wasn't even thinking about it in in other terms of this being like a, a helpful or inspirational guide uh, for somebody else. Um, but that's really what became more of one is, is that like, okay, let's, let's try to, let's try to, uh, take people through this the way that I got through it and war of one is me getting through it. Um, which has become deeply personal, which is now, like I said, it's going to become its own show and I'm going to go back and I'm going to add a music piece to every single, uh, the end of every single, uh, episode some little sliver of a cover song or something that resonates with the theme um yeah it's about finding your voice and grabbing onto it you know it, and a lot of our uh, mind did not want to come out <laughs> like i said i said you know drag it kicking and screaming if necessary out of yourself your true voice you know the real one um as like a, f a first step you mm -hmm. know uh as a big goal you know because um, it was it was like it's a, a bumpy road you know a lot of a lot of dark parts of that path had led me to that moment so what has that voice what has that voice not yet said that it wants to I don't know. I I think that it would probably be in something that's maybe not words. Or like some like in an alien language. <laughs> or something. Uh, the sentence that you know, in a, in like the question you didn't think to ask sort of way. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, maybe, maybe my, my mission, whatever, somebody will find value in that again. I've, I've been thinking about this as I've just been doing this to save my own sanity, basically. Um, so as long as somebody else finds value, it's like, that's huge for me. Um, and that, that's, you know, makes, makes this like the, that's one of the best gifts, you know, that I can get this way. I said, like, okay, now I cry for a living. This is, this is what I do now. Um, so I really do get paid in tears, <laughs> which is, it's great. Uh, that that is a that is a powerful currency uh, in culture, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. I wanna I wanna use my voice in in a different way, in in maybe not in something that's words, maybe some. In, 
maybe something musical or almost like you know harmony of the, harmony of the spheres <laughs> level something different that I could do with my voice that's not uh some I don't know deep philosophical truth that I've discovered because uh, I, I mean I've shared pretty much everything I've learned so far I got it in my little my little notebook I got a backpack uh, I very rarely have a helper monkey <laughs> it's fine uh, it, it would be Dora the Explorer joke people I wasn't trying to call any of anybody who's helped me a monkey that was not that's just Jenner being Jenner that was a Dora the Explorer joke <laughs> Yes, uh, uh, it's, uh, Boots would be fantastic. Uh, the show's never had a Jamie before. I enjoy being my own, though, sometimes. Um, looking shit up in real time. Because why the hell not? You can, let's, you have the, we have the knowledge of the entire human race at our fingertips. That is crazy, uh, right? In seconds, at the speed it, of light, we can conjure this information from anywhere on the Earth. How insane. It's anywhere on other planets. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're we're old enough to remember the world before it was like that. You know, it's uh, the the kids that are coming up right now. That's the world has always been like that, as far as they're concerned. You know, it's it's that they've always known only that kind of an existence, and mm. it's it's just so strange because I remember like I remember dial up, and I remember before dial up, like before there was oh, yeah. there was no internet when I was a kid. Like there was, but it was only like the military and it was not a thing back in the eighties and the, and the nineties. And so no, home um, computers yeah. were great for like playing solitaire and Sim city. Home, yeah. Sim city. Tetris. Pinball, uh, Oregon trail. If you're one of those nuts, I yeah. hated playing Oregon trail. <laughs> I was just like, why, it's is Terry. why does everybody keep dying? <laughs> but no, it's in the age of information. What is the current distance from Earth to Neptune? <laughs> right. Oh, no. It's... No. What is the current distance to Jupiter? Let's make it easier. The distance from Earth to Jupiter at 7.23 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Thursday, the 13th of August. 2020 is about 4.27 astronomical units. That's like the Star Trek computer. Yeah. If you don't understand how, it's like, uh, when we grew up, that was like, oh yeah, that's totally the future we'll live in, and we do live in that level of a future now. Uh, it, like it, it was device. supposed to be like four centuries later. Oh it, was, <laughs> it was supposed to be way further in the future. Oh yeah. Uh, we still can't. Well, I, I was just going to do. Oh, I was just going to use an outdated reference. I, I was just going to say we can't. We still can't launch American astronauts from American soil. But yes, we can. Yeah, we did it. And they came home. Absolutely. Gentlemen, I raise my glass to you. Uh, we did not cover that story story nearly enough on the show. Um, but yeah, now we did it. We're back. We're back. The boys are back in town. <laughs> uh, I think that's all about we is that'll get away with. <laughs> no, it's great. Great. Yeah, um, I I I I think there's gonna be quite a lot more of that too. It sounds like that is a industry that 
people are pretty excited about. I think he's I think he's got a full booking at this point with like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a pop to uh, uh, to transport passengers. I think that's I think those numbers are right. I don't know. It's gonna come down. It's gonna come down like really fast. Yeah, because whether or not think about it just from like a geopolitical level china is the kind of country that's like uh yes we will have a hotel on the <laughs> right, right and it's going to be the best hotel in the universe okay and then well america's gonna be like well fuck that we're gonna have two space hotels on the moon you know uh, and they're, gonna and they're both gonna say trump mm. <laughs> god let's hope not <laughs> yeah uh, if they did, fine, as long as, you know, they had modern health and safety standards and, you know, Indeed. no human rights violations in their uh, practices, sure, fine. That's what I'm saying. It would probably be a dump, but, you know, anywhere you're going in space is probably going to be a dump yeah. uh, for a oh, while. It's hard to it's get by. It's going to be the old our... Wild West. Sure. I dig it. Yeah, well, and, and you know, you'll be uh, one of the Firefly the uh, cast up there, right? God, so much spiritual resonance with Firefly. <laughs> I it, I have a friend who is obsessed with it, and mm-hmm. and I and all these years later, I've still only caught like a handful of episodes that I watched uh, uh, with him, and I need to go back and watch that. I, mm-hmm. I've watched Babylon Five. He was really into Babylon Five too, mm-hmm. and I and I did end up watching most of Babylon Five. But I still have to go get, go back and watch Firefly. So I have that to look forward to. Firefly is like you have to do that like in a session because mm-hmm. there's only what ten episodes. Ever. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh wow. It, this is it. It's it was it was the flash of a Firefly. Just wow. And then it's gone. Well named, um, right? So it's it was it was it's basically the show that never was. Uh, there's mm. only not even a full season of it. Um, but they did, then they did come back with like a studio level movie. Yeah, I remember. Seren- I did Serenity. watch the, Yes, I did watch the movie. Yes. Yeah. Serenity's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, as, as another part of that story. Right now I'm I'm just all into Stargate. I'm I'm just back through the wormhole. I started at the very beginning, <laughs> at the very very beginning. And I think I'm uh, almost done with season 2 of SG1, so as I'm in for a wild ride. That's my favorite series of all time, hands down. Stargate. A whole franchise. Mm. Whole goddamn thing. Yes. One billion percent yes. Stargate is uh, it, it's my my spiritual jam. Well, it, it seems like transporting to different worlds, you know, it's kind of a metaphor that, because that's that's what we're able to do with this medium now. And and with the technology that we have, it's we've we've kind of got our own infinite Stargates and it becomes a little bit overwhelming after a while because you don't even know where to take it mm-hmm. and and uh the, you know so do you start to feel overwhelmed as you as you keep expanding mindwave and you keep getting more and more uh participants entering and more and more portals to other worlds does that ever become overwhelming or do you feel like got to catch them all you know this is pokemon it's <laughs> well it's 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 both because in the beginning <clears throat> I'm not <clears throat> in the beginning. Um, it was like being crushed by the weight of a billion suns. It was like extremely hard. And in expanding, 
it's it's gotten easier and easier um i'm not being crushed with that kind of weight but then there was kind of like this singularity moment where all of a sudden the the majority of the overwhelmed uh i was becoming emotionally overwhelmed um and just like bawling my fucking eyes out at at this whole i don't know what happened at at some point i was just like the the crushing weight is just like turned into um becoming addicted with this and connecting connecting because i feel like that's the 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 thing we've been missing most like really connecting not just like hey how long <laughs> right uh, yeah how about that football uh you know like really connecting this is the thing that we i think we're missing most as a species now is like real connection so um it's gotten every new connection every new stargate that pops open is a new world to explore it's another another thing to be in love with and to get excited about and now now no it's not overwhelming it becomes less overwhelming the bigger than the, the bigger it gets because it 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 that the <laughs> that is turning into awe yeah, uh, yeah. But the being the green crush is just turning into like oh what that's what that's being turned into so uh i've always been overwhelmed just in different ways um the intensity level, I don't think, has gone down at all. I've been intensely overwhelmed at almost every step of this process. Um, you know, and that's why I've just been... Now I'm just, like, be in love with the... I'm in love with the universe guy and also the if-you're-not-kind-of-fuck-you guy. <laughs> like, we need... No, is Oh, we have to save humanity, you guys. We have to save the world. We have no option. We have to do it, and we have to do it together. Uh, it sounds cheeseball, and people like think. Uh, I've had several people go now, like, "Okay, you've clearly lost your mind. You're crazy." And I'm like, <laughs> "I, I, I accept. <laughs> I accept that you are wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I'm sorry that you think you need an apology." <laughs> uh no it's 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 fantastic it's phenomenal so and and laughter has has also been immensely helpful just for me i love laughing i love making myself laugh i'm one of those weird people who's just i make myself laugh more than anybody else on earth um so if i make other people laugh that's that's a special thing that's another special currency to uh a valuable currency to trade in laughs and tears i think that's basically all we got <laughs> yeah laughter is the best medicine and and i don't know about tears but they they, they get the job done important yeah. yeah yeah it's important to feel don't try to don't try not to feel um because you're human <laughs> you need mm -hmm. to feel um it's, whether it's pretty it's almost never pretty um it's kind of the point though you know yeah well and that and that's i think that's kind of what pulls more and more people in because you know like you're talking about there's there is a very uh uh superficial almost like empty calories kind of connection that is available generally speaking and mm -hmm. people hunger for something more more uh I, I guess people want a purpose really is what it boils down to and and they they want there to be 
um, people that they share in that purpose with. And I think, I think uh, that's, that's kind of what both of us have been trying to build and trying to create a, a, a certain kind of critical mass around, I guess. And, and I, and I think more and more we're, we're kind of getting there with uh, adding in new talented people uh, really excited about bringing Nick in. Uh, let's talk about some of the stuff that we've got going on worldwide. Uh, oh uh, gosh. Well, Nick hasn't has, is not fully on board yet. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause we tentatively we have, on board. Yeah. We, we have to convince him. I'm not uh, <laughs> a demon. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, that's that's strong language no but um yeah we really have to i mean first we have to nail down because we have like the sandbox is basically for everybody come build your show in here um have your show be included in the network so um say like daily archetype is a sandbox show that's just it's in there with all the other toys um and then the launch pad shows which are also sandbox shows so that's your show, Lena shows, Phil show. Um, the other series that I'm sandboxing, kind of, I guess, would also be shows in there. Like the Outrage Machine would probably be a show in there, and Human Nature. And then, so we need to, I guess, have conceptually break it down. These are the launchpad ones. These are the sandbox ones that are like do whatever in here if you want. You know, if you want the studio to like produce them. Um, or launch a brand new show um that's that's kind of a, a different a different dynamic a different wavelength um and if you just want to be just clicked in i mean because the idea of doing doing it this way is ideally that we would have little since none of us really want to run ads for bullshit the idea is that we'd have one big bucket of like these little all these little ads for all the different shows. Hey, this is Jesse. Come listen to Resurgent Us. Your little 10 second, 15 second slot that is available to everybody else in the thing. So if they're like, oh my gosh, go listen to Jesse, um, then they can do that. And and Mindwave is just going to be doing this for everybody everywhere. Um, go listen to this. Go listen to that. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, st- it's going to start to function as a, a interstellar hub. Yeah. Um, Rather than just this is the Jenner show, I'm gonna go and do the Jenner show, um, which you should absolutely go subscribe to once it's ready. Yeah. Once it's ready, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what my noise is gonna be be now. Um, so, and then I would like, I would like to start two new nodes of Mindwave, preferably three, preferably three. So I want to start. Mindwave Japan and Mindwave Australia are the two big ones where I'm like, and I finally have two people who I think would be the right people to do it. But what that really entails, it's a little bit more complicated because I'm just like, I'm basically selling you the model and building a tunnel. You create whatever you want. Uh, Mindwave has always just been about creating whatever the hell you want. Um, so that's, I'm like, here's here's how I built Mindwave. Here's the connection to the network. Start your own show here. Call it Mindwave Japan. 
call it Mind Wave Australia, uh, create your own other network here, and we will make a, a super highway at the speed of light over to this other show here. Um, so the first place I've really, really wanted to expand into is Australia because Australia is a fantastic uh, podcast audience. Uh, there's a huge podcasting audience in Australia that I think would get a total fucking kick out of out of this stuff, you mm-hmm. know, because Mindwave is largely the one thing is is always fun. <laughs> it's always a fun thing. Um, so I, I think the the demand for this kind of content uh, is is enormously. So I am kind of thinking like on a, on, on a purely business thing here, but also the level of, you know, the value and the human connection there, of like creating international relationships. I always yeah, wanted to have yeah. like foreign correspondence. I've always wanted to have that. Um, Ned's kind of been like our Japan correspondent uh uh, coming back uh, a few times, so I'm like, well, do you just want to like take Mindwave Japan and like, boom, there you go? Because he's he's a weirdo fucker, and he he, he lives with he lives with a, a a porn actor who's a little person. Doesn't that sound like an amazing podcast? Uh, that's half in Japanese. That's like unique. hello. That would be an amazing new model for a bunch of other people in Japan to start and then click into the Mindwave Japan network. Do you, what do you know what I'm saying? Now all their friends and then it's just like, "Oh, you have you have an amazing voice. We take this this message, it's humanity first message. You have an amazing voice, you have an amazing story. You should get on mic. You sh- you should come do this. This is you could have a show too. Let's let's help you make we know somebody who knows art. We know somebody who who does music. Uh we'll we'll hear. We'll whip it up together. We'll do it together. We'll build you a show. Let's have a show. Uh, and just do that like literally for the best people we can find. We use Mindwave to find them mm-hmm. first. And then we we bring them in and we empower them and you do this too. Um, you're you're another node in the network um, now. Yeah. So I don't know if podcasting is big in Japan, but I just like I love I'm in love with Japanese culture. So I, I would I would just die. I think just to have I think Mind Wave Japan would be so fucking like funny and raunchy and like really different. I would produce that. I would produce the fuck out of that in a really fun way. I think. Uh, if I were going to take it, but, but yeah, uh, that's where we're going, man. And obviously we need somebody in Europe. Uh, very sexy German man to mind wave Germany. Hello, please call to me or text me TPT type on the keyboard for the internet to my email info at mindwave.media. If you are very sexy German man who wants to do mind wave Germany. That is a much better accent than I had expected. <laughs> I've been working on him. He's very sexy. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Uh, I keep pulling the accents out more and more, and people people are like, "Okay, buddy," and I'm like, "No, you have to. You have to play with your voice and have fun with it." I'm working on a few. <laughs> I'm working yeah, on. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah. Well, and and op- opening the range for some voice acting. I really liked that mm-hmm. idea. Uh, uh, I think we need to develop that. Me, you, and Fred. I think we need to to get that moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that would be very cool. And uh, and and I, you know, I love the crossover stuff too. Like every time I go on Daily Archetype and uh, and I have a conversation with Isaac, you know, I think that that uh, I always learn something whenever I'm talking with him and talking with Jonathan and and 
you know, just the group of guys over there. That's, that's been a lot of fun as well. Uh, so there's, oh, yeah. there's just, I, I think that cross pollination, that's, that's really what gives it that, that that's, what's going to give it the, um, the snowball effect, you know, where it just cascades into this, this supernova eventually. Um, yeah. and, and I, I, I think there's speaking of cross pollination, I've um, you know, I've been pushing medium a lot. And and part of the reason why is because I've figured out ways to tap into their audience more quickly than I have with some of the other like I, I have a lot of friends on Facebook, but it's hard to get people to do what I want them to do on Facebook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And and to look at my stuff and, and useless all that. Facebook yeah, yeah. Useless. It's very tough. So yeah, you can you can get people to friend you and, and accept your requests, but it's it's like taking the actions you want them to take is really challenging. And um and when it comes to YouTube, I've never had more than 20 subscribers on anything I've done in YouTube. You know, it's 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 kind of tough. Um I some once in a while I'll get a couple hundred views on a video. You know, but that's usually like after three or four years of being up. <laughs> and so I just have, I haven't really made it work with any of those other mediums or I, I should say any of those other platforms, but with medium, um, I've only been on there for three months and I've, I've already got like 500 followers on there because what you can do is you follow other people. It, it It's really, it's, it incentivizes reciprocation a lot. So I, I, I follow them and then they follow me and I look at their stuff. I read their things. I, you know, clap for their articles and highlight their, you know, the things that I like in there and all that kind of stuff. And then they engage with my stuff as well. And the more you do that, the more, you know, that it just, it, that's how the network gets built. And so you're, you're not just building a follower base to extract attention and views from your view. You're building a community that you're all interacting with. So that's, that's something that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. And every time that I write an article, I'm going to start writing some articles about um, Ike McCorkle. I, I have like at least two or three Ike related articles that I have planned that I can, that I can uh, plug my, my mind wave conversation with him and, you know, kind of pull people in from a completely different platform into, mm. into, uh, into mind wave. So you know, I think as we keep doing all of these things and they're all just, it's, it's like this huge engine that's just starting up, you know, I, I can, I can see just, you know, so many wheels turning, I guess, maybe they're just turning up here. I, maybe I'm going well, nuts. No, but. yes. It's <laughs> largely, it's largely a lot of this shit is kind of ethereal because yeah. like, um, the sandbox network, the, the neighborhood network has always been kind of ethereal. I'm talking about actually map, starting to map this out and making the connections real, building the actual, like, because that architecture is like, that's, that is the only way that this is going to work. No single one of us by ourselves mm -hmm. with a, with our little YouTube channel channel or our little podcast is going to do anything by ourselves. It's always for everybody. So the number one thing that I've still had to convince people of is that Mindwave is not my show. Uh, Mindwave is our show. You guys, Mindwave is ours. Um, and it, which is again where I'm like, okay, maybe I just need to go have my show and use the Mindwave model. I mm -hmm. use the Mindwave model, the experimental sandbox. Let's play around in here and see what we can come up with. And War of One just became this really interesting new series that I was like, okay, this this is just its own show now. I'm just 
not separating because the the connection, the network, the yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 it's still it's still connected, um, but it's just over on its own thing because a bunch of people are going to be like, oh my god, wow, that's really powerful, and I'm like, thank you, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, so it's it's largely it's just been architectural for like the past couple of years. It's just been like, okay, how do how do we get how do we take this ethereal thing and make it a real thing? And it's just starting to come into place. But that that's really the number one thing everybody should understand now is that MindWave is like literally if you're watching this or hearing this, it's for you. It's yours. It's yours. Uh, you can do anything in here. It's I, I have to give MindWave to the cosmos and say clearly say, guys, I do not own this. This is this is clearly its own thing now. Uh, you know, it's it's it will certainly go on without me. Uh, you know, whatever we started here. So, yeah, I have to. I don't know. Yeah, lots of thinking to do on that because it really that War of One's pretty much the only thing I want to do right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, you know, all the covers. I was just thinking about the the War of One. Uh, cover like that would make a great t-shirt and uh, uh, I, I would love to see people someday like just having the swag and the merch and and having the conversation start around that kind of stuff so oh, God, what, what are your thoughts store. yeah what are your thoughts on that I've been wanting a merch store for like a year and it's just impossible to like because I'm like this is this is why people don't start this by themselves is because you have to wear a billion hats. Yeah, um, you have to be your own producer and editor and creator and host and writer and musician and social media team and website creator and builder and then you also have to get all your like financial shit set. Like you have to do everything. Oh, and are you also a graphic designer and a coder and can you, can you fucking like uh, link up shit? Like no, it gets so complicated. So fucking quickly, so it's the million hats, um, and then slowly getting rid of the hats. Where was I taking the hat metaphor? Help me out. Bring me. No, back. you're. I I I get it because you you you're wearing a sombrero one minute and you're wearing a, a a yarmulke another and a beanie and it's just every you're wearing every hat and it's uh it's too much. I was taking that somewhere though along the along the previous thread. I always do this. I find a conversational thread and then I I gaze up at my poster of that has planets on it and i kind of go and then i go fuck i lost the thread what happened <laughs> so i have to turn off my plasma ball because that started happening a lot i would just like uh plasma ball um but yeah ecom is <laughs> ecom is something that i've been wanting to learn about so if i Thank yeah you. yeah if i if i get that uh if i get that mm. knowledge base built before you do then i'll i'll definitely help you launch that I, I've been meaning to launch a thing on Represent for a while. Represent is a fantastic organization slash uh, website slash platform to do this on. I just haven't made the designs or priced them or anything because that really feels like a group project, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, this is so so many of the creative projects that I've wanted to do. They really require, like, a round table, like yeah, a creative yeah. board, like let's storyboard something. They require a lot of different people coming in with different ideas. Cause like that's how the best stories are made. That's how the best shit's made. So I've I've 
felt like largely like I, I can't even just from that end, from the storyboarding end and, and all that. That's why White of Morning was in, insanely challenging. Um, and even with other other voices and things like that was the kind of my first attempt at like this video taking that into the video realm which light of morning is definitely coming back as a sunday morning thing um soon hopefully hopefully i sh if i was better i would have had that queued up uh i'm i'm blowing it maybe i can uh not the whole thing, obviously. Uh, I should have a sample of Light of Morning because your piece is brilliant. Um, you, know what I, I, you know what I was just thinking is um, th th I like that roundtable idea. We should probably meet together and have like Mindwave Monthly or something like that where we, we all just sort of gather everybody together and say, okay, guys, what, what's going on? What do we, what do? We do? What's, where's this project headed? And we just sort of brainstorm. And uh, I don't know. This is it's it's needed to happen. Uh, like some kind of board meeting. This is why, like in my initial model, I was like, okay, the people who engage the most, the people, the people who are closest to the show, they'll just they'll come on the board. They'll help be mm -hmm. in the cre in the room, uh, in the creative room, and helping helping the process along. Um, because, but everybody, you know, seems to think that's like, oh, this is my show. I'm asking you to do it for me. Um, there, there's a fundamental disconnect in, in yeah. what I'm, yeah. what I'm actually getting at there. I'm like, no, 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 no. I just like, <laughs> there's a translational thing, and I think that's probably going to be that one of the next solo episodes that I put out on Mindwave about giving it to the cosmos and letting it become its own thing and absorb and redistribute you know the mm -hmm. signals of the cosmos at the speed of light uh because i don't know there's been a there's there's been a weird hazy area there that I yeah don't think everybody gets i could be i could try to be better about explaining it Maybe well i think i think it I think you're ready to let go in the sense that you, you don't want control over it you want partnership Mm, I and, never did. Yeah. No. And, and yeah. And you've, yeah. So, so, I mean, you had, you had to kind of launch it in order to give it in, in order for there to be something there. But um, yeah, but what you're building is more of an apparatus. Uh, it, it's more of a, a launch pad that, that lots of rockets can, can launch from. And so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get the vision and I guess, I guess that's part of what, the meeting, you know, when we, when we gather the, the, the board and when we assemble the master uh, builders. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, uh, uh, you know, we figure out, you know, what, what would it take? What, what is everybody looking for, for them to feel like they have a piece of what's happening here and, and are, um, you, you know, are, fully engaged with the project. And I, I think that's, uh, you know, we, we have to have that kind of understanding on, on everybody as far as what the expectations are. <laughs> I see some ideas brewing over there.
okay, so because we we I I started with this neighborhood brunch idea, which is where the like handful of shows would get together for for brunch mm-hmm. on Sunday. That time slot doesn't turn to it it turns out that doesn't work great for a lot of people. Yeah. So I was going to open it up to the whole day Sunday and like literally just, just streaming all day, but open door whoever pops in and out pops in and out. Uh, and a, a bunch of crazy people from across the world will all come together and connect. And I mean, it, we, that would require, I think like somebody at least sitting here and producing, uh, at, cause you know, like we don't want to just have it just like to the fucking whatever. Um, but the <laughs> idea would be to keep it open all day and have it just be kind of like this celebration of life thing. But the, um, that included, you know, like in the morning it would start with church of reason and then go off and then come back with light of morning and then, uh, go into the brunch thing and then take a break for lunch or whatever, and then come back and then go into the mixer in the evening. Uh, I was trying to like just cram that all on Sunday and make it a Sunday thing. But I just like, we do need to assemble the master builders um, and I think that your idea of doing it monthly is spot on, um, and we should do it on the first, mm-hmm. or unless the first is a really bad day, and then we move it to like over a day or whatever. But the idea that it should be the first of every month, assembling the master builders, because uh, I've always it's we've needed to do it, but I've, I've never really had a calendar or a team. You know, for for most of this shit. So I have a calendar back there now. I don't know if it's even set on the right date right now, but <laughs> it's there. Uh, but you are on it for today. Yep. Yep. Thursday says Jesse. <laughs> yeah. No. I, and I think I think that's what works is 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 just the establishing the consistency because. Mm. Um, and we started doing this last week. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to interviewing some more authors in my group and, and, uh, podcasters. I'd love to get Fred on here and, and kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think, uh, you know, at, at this point it would be, it's already overdue. Uh, so maybe, maybe for next week that I'll, I'll try to line that up. Uh, I might be able to schedule. I I'll have my people call his people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's available. Um, but he if might not, be watching this on the replay, he might be watching it now. It's at, well, no, if he was here, he would have said something in the comments. We've had no comments this whole time. How weird, how weird is that? I don't think we gave. I don't think we gave enough um, uh, prior notice. I think. I think people didn't really know that this was going to be happening tonight. So we're yeah. still. I was going to schedule it for five, but then that would have been too early anyway. Well, yeah, five, yeah. Five, my time. I don't math. I That's what I need. What I need is a big freaking thing right here with the, with the times around the planet. <laughs> and like, okay, so Jesse's here. <laughs> uh, It'll look like a NASA, like a NASA war room over there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I need the clocks. I think I need the global clocks next. The time sure. clocks, maybe like one whole, like oh, maybe do a whole freaking wall, like go old school, like I'm building a <laughs> yeah. Stargate set. Hell yeah, just buy a bunch of these like real cheap little like Walmart clocks. <laughs> like just it, it wouldn't be super accurate, but then like you just do the whole wall and then like make little labels for underneath them. <laughs> that would actually be really cool to have in the studio. That's a fantastic idea. 
global wall clock. Fred for Thursday. I'll 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 pitch that out. <laughs> uh. that, that sounds good. And and speaking of time, mine is mine is starting to uh, uh, evaporate. It's it's almost eleven here, so I have to I have to close out. But before I before Indeed. I do. Uh, uh, before I do, I, I, I appreciate the, the show so much, the, the humanity first, and also the, the flexibility and freedom to take it wherever, wherever I think it could go. And, uh, you know, you've already made that pitch to the listeners that they can basically do the same thing, uh, that I can and just kind of take a show and, and figure out where you want to go with it. So that's kind of a standing invitation that you've, pretty much made to any of the listeners. Is that, is that pretty much uh, uh, what you've wanted to communicate? In, in so many words. Yeah. I mean, even if you're like a gamer and you have a gaming channel that you, you just are enjoy the fuck out of Mindwave and you're one of these people who just like loves this shit and you have a, a gaming channel on Twitch or something that you want to n- n- link in. Great. Fantastic. Or if uh, I just did this random ass pitch the other day, um, hey, if you're in love with Stargate as much as I am and want to do like a Stargate, want to like storyboard a Stargate philosophy series to be like, okay, today we're going to talk about uh, season uh, season two, episode 19, <laughs> and we're going to dig it. We're going to go through the episode, the storyboard of the episode, and we're going to talk about... Uh, the the moments and the value to take from you know the lessons to take from that episode. How fucking nerdy is that? Because like that that was me going from talking to a billion people to talking to like literally hopefully at least maybe one. <laughs> and this is why I'm firmly like no. If if that's you, I'm talk. I'm definitely talking to you. You're not a crazy person, okay? <laughs> like I understand that my voice is coming to. To you through the radio, but if if you heard that and were like, "Ooh, yes, I'm literally talking to you," so uh, it's a, a, about anything. I've wanted to start a whole thing on like The Sims for a whole like have a whole like weird wing of Sims nerds who just get together and do their whole Sims thing. Also in here, um, yeah, science, from, gaming, from, from, yeah, culture, yes, history, anything. philosophy, yes. science. <laughs> <laughs> All of it, all of it, one place, all connected. It's going to be like freaking Comic-Con every day. Yeah. Uh, and a, get dressed up, you know, like get dressed up uh, and go around to the, or Pride, Comic-Con and Pride. Well, they actually happen at the same time now. Uh, that's a like a once a year festival celebration thing that they do. I'm like, no, let's do that like every at least once a week, like preferably all week long. Let's do it once a week and make it a week long party. How about that? <laughs> so, so the person uh-huh. who's hearing this right now and thinking to themselves, okay, I, you know what? Let me reach out to them. How do they get a hold of you? Oh, oh, geez. Well. I, I'm iffy about the number now because, well, I have had people call and hang up, um, and I'm, I, I that is I assume probably a lot a lot of uh, wrong numbers. Um, I did get a really really creepy voicemail <laughs> uh, that I talked about on one of these last live streams, which is from like somebody who was like outside of their 
brain like clearly oh, on something. I was like, oh, her breasts are so large. And I was like, okay, oh. okay, <laughs> wrong number. Right. Uh, so I, it's, and it's a Google voice number in like Phoenix. So I, I do get weird ones, but <clears throat> um, that is the number. If you want to leave a voicemail, we did voices for a long time. If you want to leave a voicemail, um, please be aware that if you leave me a voicemail, I have uh full rights to put that on the show. <laughs> you can't be one of these people who leaves me a voicemail and they get butt hurt when I put it on the show. Um, Ooh, do you like that? Does this podcast make you feel dirty? It makes me feel dirty. You should call and talk to me. I want to hear your voice. Ooh, so sexy. 602 Four five six two two five three. We'll put your voicemail on the show so that everybody can hear how sexy you are. Seriously, I've been trying to get people to call onto the voicemail line for a long time, and you guys seriously need to start doing that. Because uh, that's the whole point. That's the whole idea. Um, as for the site, uh, let's. I'll, I'll put that as for ticker at the bottom, and I'm working at it. I'm working on getting the Studio Stargazer page set up. But you can, if you go to the website, you'll be able to see the neighborhoods starting to come together. Um, as the first thing that you see when you come into the website. And what, what else? Um, mm. Nuts. Yep. Real time. This is... Uh, could have a Jamie. So, mindwave.media is the website. Um, that is mindwave.media. And you can, uh, if you have questions, comments... Emails for me, you can just send those to info at mindwave.media. I capitalized the M and the W in the first part to make it another mindwave.media. Um, second part's an email address. So th- that's really, everything's pretty much there. Um, the site is very much built um, by somebody who grew up before internet was a thing. <laughs> uh it is not a 21st century site, I, but actually, actually, there might be some like nostalgia. There might be some nerd stalgergasms to be had um, in this little this uh, website I whipped up on WordPress, um, which is also if you're if you're featured on there and uh, you would like to take control of your avatar or something, viewer, listener, guest. That's the whole idea. Is that like everybody who's who's working together or is uh, has been a guest on the show or whatever they have they all pop up in like a big thing. Go and see in there and your pretty face and get your social links or wherever so that you can find everybody in one place. So if you if you find yourself on the website and you're like, whoa, uh, I didn't ask to be on there. Well, you've been on Mindwave, so you're in there. Hopefully, uh, if it's been updated. Um, but yeah, if you would like to take control over how, what information appears, or say, oh, actually send them here or, uh, put on Twitter. I usually don't put people's social links without their permission, unless they're like a public figure or something. 
um, or I'm linking to their website or their page or something. Uh, but yeah, MindWave.media's website, that's the number, 602-456-2253. Um, yeah, I think that's enough of that. It, was that long enough, uh, viewer? Viewer, did you get all that? <laughs> Well, that was exactly what I was looking for, uh, and and I and I should say that's how I introduced myself. I, I sent over a video, an audio clip, and uh, uh, that that is near and dear to Jenner's heart. So, oh, if you man. have something you want to, <laughs> if you have something you want to say, put it in audio, and it will, uh, uh, it'll get through. I I love audio. I I love audio most of all. So you could leave me a voicemail or email me a, a sound file, an MP3 or a wave. That would be amazing. Uh, I would love that. And we talked at the top about um, my music, mm. which is what this is really kind of all about. I just need to find a way to be able to have my music do something and mean something in the universe, which is why all the rest of this is happening. <laughs> why there's now a whole studio that like is building a billion other things to make it happen. But that's, um, if you want to listen to the music projects that I references, I referenced in this one, um, my name, jennerzino.bandcamp.com. And if you really like one of those projects, uh, I, I got these for gifts. So I have hundreds of free giveaway codes and I would be happy to give you a copy of that album if you really like it. Um, but if you really, really, really like it, um, then buy it and, and support the work. Because musicians, there's a reason why I was like, okay, clearly I have to like just become an edgy podcaster and blow Rogan out of the water because there's no way I'm ever going to make money on music. But <laughs> uh, yes, that's the Bandcamp address, which hopefully is also easy enough to find. If you just Google my name, that's actually, I think, one of the first things that comes up, which is nice. Uh, it's not Southern Poverty Southern Poverty Law Center yet, so I fingers crossed. <laughs> there, it will also uh, show up in a beautiful article now written on Medium by. Oh, I, I got the direction right this time. Jesse, he's over here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which again, I was very flattered and just like, oh man. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've got to keep writing those articles and linking to the ones that I've already written, and it's just gonna it's just gonna pile and pile. And I look forward to writing some. Uh, I look I look forward to writing some success stories about Studio Stargazer and some of the and I and highlighting some of the stars in that Mindwave universe and uh, uh, just kind of connecting all the dots. So, a lot well, more a lot more to do. A lot more to do. Um, and you kind of are like you and Fred are like the studio stargazer writing team now, basically. Um, that's like, you guys are the only writers that I have. I'm not even a reader. I, um, <laughs> my brain does weird stuff when I try to read text, um, for too long. Um, so this is your guys's clearly your guys's domain uh so i'm super excited to see where that goes and also we're raising money um to try and get um transcripts transcription software for dragon hmm. um so that we can take all these conversations that we have and record and transcribe them um for the hearing impaired or to mm -hmm. put in a separate blog um, somebody there, but that is would also clearly take writers, um, 
proofreading it and looking through and being like, oh, well, this is this is actually this person talking or what have you. So we're going to need we're going to hold we're needing whole writing staff uh, at some point. Um, so congratulations for getting <laughs> on the ground floor of that. And thank you fucking so much uh, for for coming into this and, you know, doing this stuff with me and engaging and asking me thoughtful questions we got we got a we got a fairly decent gender origin story in there that was uh all surprising but uh yeah if you were wondering why i came into the humanity first movement that's why and uh why i'm continuing to take this path regardless even if uh it has its dark days that's why because i really i genuinely believe in this shit uh because there is no alternative like there's that's that's the beauty of burning your ships is mm-hmm. there there's nowhere else to go you have to go forward so with that humanity forward i love it let me cue up your thingy here any are we, are we good i i think we're good thank you listener and uh I got to get to bed. We we've got a lot more conversations to come, and oh, yeah. so uh, uh, we'll I'll send you, you a link for the mic stand. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah, the one one that works well with this one. Mm. Uh, definitely need that. So yeah. uh, anyway, it, for for whoever has stuck with us all the way through this thing, uh, thank you, and and I'll see you on the next one. Big hearts. We'll see you. <laughs>